It began as a simple dream, one doctor with a passion for helping Oklahomans look and feel their very best. Today, Dr. Victoria Johnson is celebrating 21 years as one of the nation's most experienced laser and cosmetic specialists. Visit laserlightsc.com to learn more. Welcome to the 2023 FFB Awards Highlights. And First Fidelity Bank is on a tear right now. You know, when FFB hits the field, they always play to win. Thank you to these sponsors for supporting Conversations with Coach. First Fidelity Bank, Laser Lake Skin Clinic, Rose Hill Builders, Oklahoma Ford Dealers, 988, Oklahoma's Mental Health Lifeline. Welcome to a special presentation of Sellout Crowd. Conversations with Coach, I'm Bob Stoops. I'm taking time to talk with my friends and colleagues in the sports world to get caught up and share stories. Today, I'm joined by two of my all-time defensive be uh, best ever and two major participants in the Superman play uh, down at the Red River Rivalry. We've got Roy Williams, the infamous Superman, and Teddy Lehman, his cohort, the touchdown maker. So uh, welcome, guys. Roy, uh, Teddy, Roy, we're kind of joined by a professional and Teddy right here. We got Teddy yes, Lehman right, right next to you who Most got the headset definitely. on, and he does this every day. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of embarrassed. Well, I actually have a headset, but I just <laughs> didn't use it. Um, I thought Teddy would be Choosing not serious. to show off? Yeah, no, there's no need to. No need, you never show up the host, and he's trying to show, us, show you up, Coach, and I don't appreciate that, Teddy. I truly don't. Impossible. Hey, let me, let me brag on these two a little bit. You talk about two guys now, Roy – 2001 was his last year. Teddy, 2003. Both of these guys, just incredible. Uh, both Big 12 defensive player of the year. Roy in 2001, Teddy in three. Two-time, all Big 12. Uh, Roy in 2000, 2001. Teddy, 2002, 2003. Uh, both unanimous All-Americans. Uh, both national champions on our 2000 team. Um, Roy, the Bronco Nagurski Award winner, and Teddy, the Chuck Bednarik Award winner. And then Teddy, a Butkus Award winner, where the best linebacker in America, and the Roy Williams, the Thorpe Award winner for the best defensive back in America. So these guys got, uh, got every award known to man, also the Jack Tatum Award, Roy. So uh, pretty, pretty amazing uh, what you guys accomplished at your time at OU, and both you go go on. A, a Roy, the eighth pick in the first round, going to the Cowboys in 2002 draft, and and Teddy, you were the 37th overall in 2004, so early early second round. But uh, anyway, two of my all time best ever on defense, and uh, appreciate you guys joining me today. Sir, talk. Let's talk right off the bat. It's OU Texas. Uh, we'll get to Superman here in a little bit, but uh, just talk about your first, uh, Roy, you were here a year ahead of us, you know, uh, coming in 99 before our staff got here. Just yes, talk sir. about your memories of early on the rivalry and then what we brought, you know, when we, we showed up in 2000 and, and had that five game winning streak. You, you know, when I, when I came to Oklahoma, I never knew, 
anything about the Oklahoma-Texas rivalry because I came from California. I didn't know a lick about the the uh, Red River shootout. And so um, I was fortunate enough that Coach Blake at the time allowed me to come to the game. And literally, I didn't know anything about Texas, keep in mind. But as I walked down the uh, that ramp, like, I don't know what overcame me, but a whole bunch of hatred for some people <laughs> I never even met in my life. I just, <laughs> I just did not like Texas at that point. Like I, I just, it's like a, a metamorph, and I just, I mean, a whole bunch of all the past history and greatest plays just came within me, and I was like, I do not like Texas. And being able to be on that sideline and watching uh, Demond Parker go against Ricky Williams was it was it was electric. It was amazing. Um, and then um, after that game, we got beat. We got stopped, actually. Um, then here comes uh, uh, the, then the changes start coming. You know, Coach uh, uh, Coach Blake got uh, fired. Uh, you guys come in, and actually, in in '99, um, I mean, we 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 shot out on top of them, and then we gave up a lead because we were still immature and not seasoned enough to understand how to hold a lead and how to play um, as a, as a cohesive unit. And um, that's one thing I'm so grateful for of you coach is um, the way your, your coaching style, as well as everybody else's coaching styles, it was a, everybody had their courts, right. (laughs) And, but it all worked together. And I was so grateful to be a part of such a phenomenal um, a team with with great coaches, and and I remember in '99 we're up 17 mm-hmm. nothing. I'm looking yep. up and down the sideline. It's still the first quarter or early second quarter, and I got a bunch of guys smiling and giggling. I'm like, we got we got another two and a half hours out here. What's <laughs> what are all the smiles about? And I I realized well. I don't think we had we had had a lead before. <laughs> so, so not while we, I was there. <laughs> we were we were trying to figure out how to finish it all, right? But uh yes, Teddy, sir. your first year is t- 99 or 2000. 2000. That's yeah. what I thought. 2000. Well, you yeah. came in at the right time. Then you got you you didn't lose to these guys. Talk I'll about you, your experiences. Yeah, it's crazy because now Roy's got an excuse living in California not knowing what all the, the OU Texas thing was, was really all about before he got here. But I'm from Oklahoma, and the first OU Texas that I ever watched was the 99 game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I had committed to come play for you guys that summer, and, you know, I just, for whatever reason, my family, we just didn't watch a lot of sports, and I don't know, I don't have much of an excuse, really. But the first one I ever saw was 99, and – you know, obviously, I was. It was. It was awesome watching that game, but then, you know, whenever I got there as a player, you know, I, you, I was so wrapped up in just trying to not screw up on a day to day basis that, you know, it's like, okay, it's yeah, it's going to be a big game, but you know, it's just another game, and whenever we pulled onto the grounds down there, I've realized really quickly that this is just not another game, and. I think we, we had to have a police escort with the horses to split the crowd to even get to the locker rooms. And I was like, yeah, I think uh, 
I think this is kind of a big deal. So that that was my introduction. It was like eye-opening. But, you know, as a freshman, not playing much in that first game in 2000, you know, we go out there, we jump on them right away and end up winning big. And I was like, hey, you know, this thing's kind of a party. This is great. This, <laughs> this thing's awesome, you know. And then next year in 2001, it was an absolute dogfight down to the very end. So I mean, it just kind of goes to show you never really know what you're going to get. Yeah, let, let me ask you, Roy, you were there ahead of us. I used to hear stories that they would let you guys just stay after the game and not come back with the team. Did, would, did that happen when you were there? Um, I honestly don't know because I was a true fre- or a redshirt. I was a true freshman. Okay. So, I, I, like you know, Coach, I just did any and everything my coach asked me to do. Get on, yeah. the, get on the bus, I'm on the bus. Like It and ain't no – I remember some of the guys asked me, Coach, are we coming back after the game? I go, hell yeah, we're coming back after. Yeah. We're not going down there to have a party or to join a party afterwards. So, yeah, so I, I think I think Coach Blake allowed some players to stay, um, especially anyway. the kids that the kids uh, the players that lived in lived our, from there. the Texas area. Yeah, um, I think he let them stay, but no, I. No, I, I was on the bus. I on well, the bus. I just – I always felt we're going down there for one purpose and one purpose only, mm-hmm. and that, that's a place of good football and win. And uh, and anyway, so we, we do in 2000. You guys' memories, Teddy, I'm assuming we got up so much you got in the game. Roy was in the middle of us. I'll just tell you, for me, you know, you're always tight, and then, man, all of a sudden we go up 42-7. It's like the – it's like early second quarter. And yeah. I, I said to all the coaches on the phones, I said, you know what, guys? We're pretty good. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, just you guys' thoughts, Roy, and then Teddy on, on that game. Um, my, my thoughts was um, – actually, I'm going to rewind back to 99. Um, and I actually mentioned this in my book. But after that game in 99 – they, they let Major Applewhite finish the game, and he came back and let the charge and won. When we were going up the tunnel, he was talking so much noise to us, like cussing at us, basically, taunting us. And I remember saying to my, internally, telling myself, I will never lose in Texas ever again. And um, so that's one thing I remembered so much. So coming in 2000, I still have that anger and hatred for what Major Applewhite did to us and embarrassing us coming up the tunnel. And I always held on to that. And I still hold on to it now because it still pisses me <laughs> off because I just like, we let it, we let it slip out of our hands in uh, 99. But so going into that game, I think everybody was so laser sharp focused for that game. Um, I mean, we, we brought the fight to them. They they wanted to have the number one recruiting class. They want to have the top players and all this. We were just some old blue-collar workers going out there to go do our business, and we brought it to them. I mean, they had to fight and claw for damn near every yard they got, and they didn't get that many. And that's, that's what um, I remember the most about that game was that we just – we. It was one of those enlightening moments that's like when the light went off and everybody understood the assignment of how that season was going to go. And we were just so, such, we're such 
a tight unit. I'm just so I'm just so grateful to be a part of that because I mean people don't understand outside that locker room how close and how tight knit that group really was and the, the stuff that we had to endure before even stepping on the football field. No one will ever understand that. Some so of that we work. <laughs> yes, sir. Most definitely. I'm yeah. talking about that guy. Teddy, <laughs> <laughs> what do you remember from the, that was you you were young, you were a freshman yeah. that year. Yeah, it was crazy. You know, I remember uh, the Texas was really good coming in. They had a really good offensive line. Mm-hmm. And I remember one of like their main running plays, they were so good and physical up front. It was just lead week. Uh, I formation, they run lead week and they were really good at doubling and sifting up to the Mike backer. So it was like a key focus. You know, I was Torrance's backup. So the key focus all week was, you know, playing that lead week and, I remember, I think it was the first play of the game. It was, either, it was definitely the first series. They ran lead week, and Torrance just obliterates the guard, smashes the fullback, crushes the tailback. It was just like a massive car crash. And I, I just remember at that point, I was like, we're going to be okay today. We're going to be just fine. I, I remember the play, uh, Rocky Kalmus and Torrance split the fullback, and just both of them destroyed the, uh, Ricky yeah. Williams. They they yeah. hit them square, but uh, uh, I I think I I did cheat after that game. I let I let all of you guys and the coaching staff. I let everybody go run around the fair for a couple hours, yes. and uh, and and then we were going to meet back up at the bus, and we not not there wasn't a person late. No one was missing, but mm-hmm. Smitty did tip off the tent guy about a hundred yards from us, and we sat in back of this tent at a picnic table and did have a couple cold beers. Now that was 23 years ago. You couldn't do that today. But. No, you couldn't. No. And you know no. what's cool though? I'm so it was I'm so grateful that you allowed us to go into the fair and just partake in the fair because I remember I still had a picture it's in my office of after that game, you know, we had our little red jumpsuits on. I actually I took a picture on a Bevo our Bevo, whatever, our Longhorn, <laughs> with the horns down, and I put the score underneath it. It was it was awesome. I mean, that was that was a memory I got to forever and capture and have a have a memory yep. of that moment forever. Yeah, I, I wanted you guys to be able to experience the fair with your families a little bit. But uh, all right, here we go. Two thousand one. We got to get to the Superman play. Like Teddy <laughs> said earlier, we got a knockdown, drag out, seven three ball game. Been a defensive struggle all day. And I, I'm debating whether to kick a field goal to go up 10-3 or to, or to pooch it, you know, punt it down. And Mike and Brent, uh, Mike Stoops and Brent Venables convinced me, just bop it down there, we'll hold them. They helped us out by diving on the ball at the two or three. Yeah. And then uh, just talk about you guys' recollection of the Superman play. I'll give you the – I know what the call is, right? Yep. Field. Oh, no. Slam dogs cover three. Yep. <laughs> you two were the slam dogs, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. Go ahead. You you first, Roy. Um, so <laughs> before we get to the play, the reason why the play had more um it was more heightened is because earlier in that quarter, we caught a slam dogs, and the way I blitzed, um, Brett Robin, he um he cut me and hit me in the growing area. <clears throat> and then I got up and tried to run 
to get Chris Sims and then the lineman sideswiped me. I think Chris Sims ran for like 11 yards. He he got like to a third and one, and then we stopped them on the on the on the um, uh, third and one. Yeah, it was it was second down, second and twelve. He ran the ball for eleven yards. They tried to get um, first down on a run, and we stopped him. Uh, Brandon Moore actually stopped him, and but they gave him the first down. But it, the coaches were pissed off because I left my feet and let Chris Sims run for eleven yards. So. We do the pooch punt, right? <clears throat> Offense does a great job, you know, taking time off the clock. We do a pooch punt. Our teammate, Nathan Basher, fair catches the ball on the two-yard line for us. <laughs> and then um, there was a TV timeout, and Coach Mike Stoops and Coach uh, BV were like, hey, we're going to call Slam Dogs. Do not leave your feet, okay? He said this about... Mike probably said it about three times because Venables probably said it about four. And I was like, yeah, no problem, coach. I'm not going to leave my feet. Okay, I got you. I understand. But literally, all my film study, which people don't even really understand and um, people don't get how much time I spent with Coach Mike before me, uh, before we even practice in the morning times, all the times I've met with him. And just understanding his mindset, it was like, Always make the best play that you can for you within every play that I ever, with every play that he calls. So in Slam Dogs, I knew going in on that play that Brett Robbins, he's probably about five, 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 six. He's not going to hit me high because I'm just going to run through him. I know the ball's going to come out quick because they know we're coming after them. So I thought the fastest way for me to get there was to leave my feet. So <clears throat> here we go. We're where uh, Teddy and I are showing on the to our right, and I mistimed it, so I backed up a little bit, and I was like, "Here we go! <laughs> it's, it's about to happen." And so I, I literally, I go take off, I leave my feet, and I was like, "All I seen was Chris Sims getting ready to throw it, and all I know is I, I grab him with my left hand, and with my right hand, I hit the ball, and." Next thing you know, I'm just like, okay, I got the, I think I got the ball out and I see the ball fluttering. And then when I hit the ground, I look over to my, I look over my shoulder and I see Teddy, like, with, I didn't, I don't even think I seen Teddy catch it. All I seen Teddy is put his arm up in the, um, in the air. And I was like, yes. Like, that's the only thing I remember. And then I think that was Texas's end zone. So I pop up. All I do is throw the horns down like this game is over, you know, and it's just, um, I and honestly, to this day, it still puzzles me why Mac Brown didn't even let Major Applewhite get any any play that game. Because and I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but I think Applewhite was a far better competitor than Chris Sims. I'm not complaining. I would consider yeah. Mac, Mac Brown a, a, a teammate of ours too, because he didn't make that decision <laughs> to help their team, but. I'm still puzzled by why he didn't do that, but I am very fortunate to have been a part of me and Teddy to be hey, a part it, of one of the best it, plays. It helped. He was left-handed. It put him right in your right right where you were coming. Yeah, it most definitely yeah. helped. I'm so fortunate. Teddy, how about you? Talk, talk about your yeah. your uh, going into that play. Well, uh, Roy lays it out really good. You know, I just remember the. Um, I don't think I even knew that they were doing the like the pooch field goal kick um, 
I just remember them lining up and just kind of walking out there and seeing that they did it. And, and I was like, oh, sweet. And it was a TV timeout. So, you know, we all gathered up there and, you know, just the attention to detail because we knew what we were going to run. We knew what they were going to do because I remember the, you know, hey, they're going to check the quick game. They're going to see us in it. You know, it's, you know, it's a fairly obvious blitz. They're going to see us in it. So telling Corey Heineke to go ahead and stand up as a as a defensive end, get out of your three-point stance, which, you know, I don't remember him ever really doing other than this moment when he was told, go ahead and stand up because he's got to get all the way out and help underneath the number one receiver. And, you know, for me, where I'm blitzing, I'm just trying to kind of come across and open that hole up so Roy has that one-on-one. And, you, you know, got all blocked I'm thinking the, is – You got blocked yeah, by the guard. Right. And, you know, I'm thinking – I. It's going to be hard for me to get there, but I know the ball's coming out quick, so I could try and get in that throwing lane, uh, you know, on the backside. And, you know, it just all happened so fast. And, like, I don't even remember, like, grabbing the ball. It's just, like, <laughs> it just all happened so fast. And the funny thing is, you know, you I got tackled in the corner, and then you jog back over there, and everyone's slapping your helmet. And, you know, by the time I get to the sideline and sit down, I'm like, whoa, it's like, Kickoff team, kickoff team. And so, like, we're already like trying to get back out there for the kickoff. Not even any time to reflect at all in the moment, which is a good thing. Uh, you know, it just all happened. And I never saw Roy. So I didn't know what Roy did until after the game, whenever the highlights were all on. And I was like, mind blown how awesome that was. So it was just, it was just crazy. It's like, I don't know, that like five minute span where the game is in question, you know, you put it on the defense, which is what we always wanted. You have that. We score on defense. Then we go out there and Roy makes the tackle, then cleans it up with the interception. It's like, (laughs) there you go. I mean, dinner served in about five minutes. So Roy Roy made the tackle on the kickoff and then intercepted the ball when they're trying to throw the seam route down the middle to finish the game. But uh, well, you guys will love this. I, I didn't see the play happen. I spent the whole time out coaching up Corey Heineke, our defensive end, to get out under Texas's wide receiver, Roy Williams, a great player they had. Because I knew that they're going quick game to him. And so I'm just looking at, I'm looking at Corey. He's getting out under like, oh, yeah, he's good. He's good. And then I hear everyone go crazy. So I, I didn't see Roy leave his feet. I didn't see you catch it. All I saw was Corey out there where he was supposed to be. Then I, and then I was able to finally see it on the Jumbotron. But uh, anyway, good times, that's for sure. So, But uh, I'll, I'll, I'll include this because I forgot to mention it. After I made that play, I was so scared to go to the sideline coach. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. Like, if, if, they, if they overlap this with the events of all that was happening, you will see me and you're in the picture like you're like this and I'm literally flashing through the screen because I'm running over the kickoff. Cause I was like, I do not want coach Mike to get me. Right. I was so out coach. I promise you, I was so scared and here we go do the kickoff. And then damn it. The very first play, Chris Sims wants to throw me the damn football. So I <laughs> intercept the football and I'm like, she, I said the S word. And I was like, here's Mike. <laughs> and I was like, damn it. The man, Coach Mike, grabs him around the neck and he was like, I told you not to F and jump. 
and then pushes me, and I was like, like I literally felt like I dodged a bullet. But you know, he's still even even when he's lifting you up, he's still correcting you at the same time, and that's typical of my coach, Mike. Sure. I think I think he forgave you real fast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But well, that led that was the second one of five in a row, and and Teddy, you were a part of four of them. So Roy, you got it started with those first two. So wanted to relive mm-hmm. that moment for all the fans out there and all our people watching sellout crowd. And uh, I appreciate you spending the time with me. I really do. And big boomer sooner this weekend, right, fellas? Most definitely boomer sooner. Yeah. Boomer. That wraps up this installment of Conversations with Coach. Follow and subscribe to this channel and visit selloutcrowd.com to find out about upcoming programs.